And last week's Parsha saw a very interesting Targum Yonasi, um, which talks about splitting of the Yamsuf. And he brings down that the Yamsuf didn't split once, it actually split twice. And it seems that after Klal Yisrael left Mitzrayim, the Yamsuf split once for the uh, for Bnei Yisrael, and then the second time he brings down the Yamsuf split for Dosim Barbiran, who ended up staying behind. And uh, he brings down why? Because we see it says in the pasuk by Yoyma Parei Lebnei Yisrael after they left. It is a pasuk that says Vayoyma Parei Lebnei Yisrael. So who did Parei speak to? Who was left from Bnei Yisrael? So Targum Yonason says that it was that who he spoke to actually was Dosim Bavir, because it seems that they stayed behind because they thought that the Yidna are going away for three days and they thought they'll be back. So they figured that they'll stay there in case something happens or whatever they have to do. And that's why it's split twice. This is very difficult to try to understand because we know we all know everything that happened in the, in the Midbar and all the things that happened during, uh, before the Midbar and Mitzrayim, everything Dosim Baviran seems to have their hands in everything that was going on. And they were two individuals that Moshe Rabbeinu called Rishon. And then Moshe Rabbeinu actually had to run away for his life. And during the 40 years, they always caused trouble. So why were they needed? Why did Hashem have to keep them alive and create a whole thing where the Yamsev had to split the second time to save them? Why, why wasn't it that during the Marcus uh, Chayshech, uh, when 80% of Klal Yisrael unfortunately passed away, that they should also die during these, the, those times? So the Gra asks a good question on this, on this topic. And the Gra asks a question, if you look into the words of the uh, Parsha, on one place we see that uh, it says that Klal Yisrael actually that the land was by Hayom Biyabosh, that they walked into the water and Yidin walked right into the water. In the second place, on Moshe Chavtes, it says, First they walked into dry and then they went into the water. So he said, What's the, what's the two times? And the second question he asks, one place Chaim is spelled with a Vav, and one place Chaim is spelled without a Vav. So there seems to be two contradictions. So the Gra answer is that in reality, that the first time when it said Chaim was the word Yidin stepped right into the water because they had a Muna, those Yidin had a Muna in, in the Rebbein The second time when it was Chaim, they didn't want to go in until it got dry. So those words was Chaimah. Chaimah means that the, the Yamsuf was angry at them and didn't want to open up. So we see from over there that for the people that didn't have the Imuna, the, the Yamsuf actually didn't want to split. So how is it that the Yamsuf splits for Dosan Vavira? So the Gra 
goes on and say that uh, brings down a morale mediskin that explains that those von Viren were really like policemen. They were Jewish policemen that uh, we would know it that uh, like we had in World War II and during the uh, concentration camps where they had the kapos. And the, during the times of Mitzrayim when the work quota wasn't filled, they were held responsible and received many beatings in the place of other, in the place of other Eden. They hated Moshe and Aharon, why? Because they got more difficult as Moshe and Aharon came to the picture. And as the work quotas increased and supplies diminished, Dasmavir received more beatings. It seems that somewhat justified for them to dislike Moshe Baharit, although they stuck their neck out for the rest of the Jewish people. So they stayed behind in case Moshe's plan would fail and the and the Klal Yisrael had to return to Israel. So it seems so. Moral says that that was the reason that they were Zaycha to have the Yamsib split a second time just for them. So it shows you when a person is willing to take a hit for somebody else and save their life, they gain tremendous zuchusim. A person can change the course of nature due to a selfless action. I remember when I was a child, once there was a big commotion in shul and um, there was a big noise coming upstairs from the ladies' shul. And of course, as a little kid, I ran upstairs to see what all the noise was about. And I watched as the women upstairs were beating this woman. And to the point degree that they were screaming. And it seems that somebody recognized this woman who was in shul, that she was her capo during, well, during the time that she was in the concentration camp. And I remember that a whole slew of people ran and, and ran, them down, ran her down Bedford Avenue. And I remember asking my mother that I didn't understand the whole concept of Kapos, but these were people that were appointed by the Germans, and they were told for that that uh, they should be overseeing of the Jewish people. And it turned out some of them were very mean, and somebody, some of them were really Rishon, but there were some that really tried to help out their people. So when I saw this, uh, this medrash here, I was thinking about that time when my mother explained to me that it was hard to be able to ascertain who were the good ones, why were they one, and what they were suffering and what they were threatened with. So b'schus, the good ones that really gave and watched out for the Jewish people, it was a, a tremendous z'chus for them. And uh, we have to be sometimes careful how we interpret things that we think are the facts and aren't the facts, just seeing how Yamsid would split for people that we grew up always thinking that Dustin Baviram were bad people and they only caused Maisha uh, a lot of pain and aggravation. So I hope with that, um, we can understand people and give them a chance much better. I'd like to tell you as a completion, in, in conclusion, that what you're doing is a beautiful thing, even, um, even if it's five minutes, whatever it is, as long as it's done on a constant basis that people take out of their day to understand that uh, we are all busy and we're all doing this and you still take time, five minutes for time. It's not the five minutes, it's the fact that we do it, period. Then the Rabbi Shalom looks at us and saying, if we had more time, we'd be learning more and doing more things. Because that, you should all be in everything that you do. Thank you so much. And